You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Welcome back to another episode of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest has a special place in my heart because she was my deep inner work coach in 2019. And Amena is from Bangladesh. She is such an amazing human. I'm so glad that we connected on the internet and that I found her because I was immediately drawn and attracted to her and I just knew that I needed to work with her. And I'm not sure why, but I feel like it was a universal sign and After this conversation that we have today, I think you're going to also fall in love with her because she has such an amazing approach to her coaching style. Amena is a self-confidence and feminine energy coach, and she takes her passion of helping women unleash their inner potential by connecting to that feminine energy so that they can build a strong foundation of self-love, self-acceptance, and most importantly, confidence and self-esteem. And you're really going to see the heartfelt approach that Amena takes to her coaching and her coaching style, which I really love this about her. So I'm really excited to bring you this conversation. Let's dive in. Okay, Amena, well, welcome to this show. I'm really excited to introduce you to my audience because you have been my coach and we've had some major breakthroughs together with your help. So we can touch on that. But first, I want you to introduce yourself to the audience Tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for welcoming me. So I'm really happy to be here. So I'm a self-love and self-confidence coach for women, and I help women connect with their feminine energy by learning how to accept themselves and overcome their fears and rejection and learning to love themselves from a very deeper level. Okay, great. Thank you. And where are you from? Uh, I'm from Bangladesh. Okay, thank you. So when we did our work together, I remember I found you in a Facebook group for female entrepreneurs and we connected and I thought I have to work with you. And at that time, I think you were branding yourself as a deep inner work coach. So I know it's been some time that has passed since we worked together, but I would just love it if you could share kind of my journey that I had with you in your own words, because there's one thing about that I love to talk about in this podcast and it's the power of coaching and how amazing coaching really is and how life-changing it could be. So I have no secrets. You can say anything you want to say about our coaching session. I would just love to hear it in your own words, kind of my transformation with your help. I think that uh, just like a lot of other women, I was also similar to this. You also had this thing where we were a lot more very much immersed in our masculine energy and we used to have this tendency to be really masculine and really work hard really not get clear on what our passion is and not not get that not have that clarity in regards to what we really want to do what our inner calling really is so that's why it's really deep inner work where we truly find out what our calling is and what we want to do We learn to accept what we feel called towards and we really focus on our passions 
So I think your journey was more around being from a state of being overwhelmed and masculine and a bit pouty because you, you mentioned that you were a bit confused in which you wanted to take your, in which direction you wanted to take your uh, business towards. And I think the clarity that you came, it came from you as in you learned to decide which which things are your priority which things are very very important to you and so get just getting that clarity and, and figuring that out it helps with connecting to our feminine energy because once you get clarity and once you get that feminine energy combined you actually become more in tune and you can own into what your inner powers are for example for you it was really being passionate about your work and and i think you went through this um, journey where you figured out that you wa you wanted to work with entrepreneurs online, you wanted to, you had a dream and you wanted to work towards that. So just to get clear on that and figure out what your passions are and really identify things that were triggering or getting in the way, such as say for example, sometimes we're not able to forgive other people. Sometimes when we take other people's consideration a lot too much, and really focus on what other people are saying, but you learned how to overcome those those obstacles. So basically overcoming a lot of obstacles that get in the way to connect with your passion, to connect with your potential, that's something you overcame. And you also learned how to connect with more, uh, more of your feminine energy because you got more relaxed and you could you could really connect with yourself in the sense that you were not... You learned how to trick, uh, overcome your triggers a lot more after after the end of our session, and I think what really um, the change that you really went through was that you you learned how to shift between your masculine and feminine energies. You learned how to have more self care, have more boundaries, and really live up to them. So it's not just saying that you will, but you learned how to live up to them, and you are executing them. You are actually. Uh, embodying that feminine energy that sometimes with feminine energy a lot of people think that I have to do this I have to do that but it's more of the embodying so you you turned from like um, from being really in the masculine energy and always being a goal-getter and I remember you mentioning that you were really successful in your nine to five and, and then from there you learned yeah. how to like you went to a really you went to a place where you found that peace. So finding that inner peace and connecting with that feminine energy is a is a change that I think coaching really helped you with. Yes, so. thank you. I, I absolutely agree with everything you just said. And I want to kind of unpack one thing that you said, and there's a lot that I could dive into, but I want to have the audience understand like feminine energy versus masculine energy, because when we first started talking about that and diving into that, I was very new and still kind of pretty new to that whole topic. And I thought, well, I, I didn't understand because I thought, well, I'm pretty feminine. I don't exhibit, or so I thought, masculine energy. Because there's sometimes you can meet someone and you can see that they're more masculine or more feminine depending on, and it's, it's independent of their gender. So I know women who exert a lot of masculine energy. And then I know men who have a somewhat feminine energy. And I thought I was a female exhibiting in life a lot of feminine energy. So when you said that, it struck me. So can you kind of explain what that is and how someone might think they're one thing but are actually doing another? Well, everyone, 
men and women, all of us, we all have masculine and feminine energy. It's just that in men, it's uh, mostly masculine, like 70, 80%, 60 to 80% masculine. And in females, it's 60 to 80% feminine. Like that's the ideal um, percentage uh, distribution wise. But a lot of times what happens is this becomes imbalanced. So when this gets imbalanced, we're not able to track it right away because it's, it's easy to fluctuate back and forth. It's easy to get really imbalanced on one side when we're not really feeling comfortable too. So for example, if a woman, her, her energy would be 60% to 80%, that's just a number, like it could vary, it could be 50, it could be 90, but so mostly she would be in her feminine energy, that's what would feel naturally good to her. So if, if she's being, if she's operating from a masculine energy, uh, energy where a lot of testosterone would be used. For example, a situation, uh, say for example, there's a fire. So there, there's firemen and then there's firewomen. So in case of a, such, a, such a dangerous situation, what happens is the, the testosterone is more important and is, is more able to take the, um, take the danger of the situation So or, or actually uh, combat it. So therefore, men are more uh, masculine energy dr driven and they have that um, they have that testosterone they have that stamina to, to, to control over that stress in comparison to, to women so I'm not saying that women cannot do it they can but it's going to cause them a lot more stress than it would cause a man so this is just an example of how how um, different types of hormones are also related to this so a woman cannot can definitely have a lot of masculine energy but that's going to bring up stress in her. That's going to cause her to feel uncomfortable. That's going to cause her to feel anxious, overwhelmed, and like she's doing a lot. So that's how, how it's- know? How do we know if we're in balance because we're just going through life and we're trying to just get things done. And you know, a lot of women who are driven and just have their calendars and their schedule and their priorities, and it's just like they knock them out one, two, three, four. So how do we know if there's an imbalance there? The thing is, they will become burned out at some point. And also- if, a, if, a, if she's really accustomed to it, it'll show up in other areas of her life. So for example, in her career, in her business, if she's really working hard, which is definitely um, good for her and, and all, but the thing is, if she's working harder than she can take, so this varies for, from women to women, if she's going beyond her level, how will she know? It's going to show up in other areas. For example, it could show up in her health. It could show up in the way she's taking care of herself. So if someone's really, really that busy and she's doing a lot of work and she's got back-to-back -back calls, appointments, and, and it's just too much for her. So she gets to define what is too, too much for her. But that being said, if it is too much for her, it's going to cause her to feel overwhelmed. It's going to appear, like it's going to come up as pain. It'll come up as different symptoms. So for example, she'll feel burned out. She'll feel some sort of pain in her body. Mm -hmm. She would also feel like that she needs to do more and more. And eventually this is going to continue in a spiral. And at a time, her feminine energy would feel like it would somehow, um, what's it called? She'll, she would kind of pass out in some way, in a way that um, she, she'd be like, I can't take this anymore. And then she would have to take some rest. So eventually she would come around to taking rest. It's not like, this isn't something that we really notice and measure all the time but it's something that mostly it happens naturally 
So if someone's really working hard, then their body also gets used to that. Like the body gets used to it. So yes. adapts it, adapts to it. So that's how it adapts. That's how she adapts to it. So for example, she's working really hard. Her masculine energy would be higher. Her ability to take stress would be higher. But women are not naturally uh, equipped to do all of that. So at some point, she's going to feel like she will realize that her body is going to really tell her that. Um, she will realize that through uh, feeling burned out and feeling that she needs to take some self-care or else everything's going really crazy and everything's not really working out. So yeah, I think it'll be right. kind of like a blackout. It was it um, a blackout. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And that was, I think, my journey with you that you helped me uncover was that I was doing all those things and I'm an engineer by trade and you said that's a very masculine energy um, field of work because it's very analytical, lots of data, lots of number crunching and things like that. And so I was taking that energy, I guess, and applying it to my coaching business where I was just maybe hustling a little bit too much in this for the sake of getting things done and checking things off a list. But then I was burnt out. And I think that's where feminine energy comes in in regard to practicing self-care, being loving to yourself. And something that I think I gained out of our time together, Amena, was that I learned how to trust my gut and I learned how to I learned how to lead using my intuition. And if I would have said this statement like six months ago, I wouldn't be too sure what it means. But since I've been through the process, now I know what it means and I can define it. So I'm wondering if you have a definition of how a woman can exhibit feminine energy and start to listen to her intuition and her gut. How would she start to do that? So uh, just with the like, example that you mentioned that when we're in our masculine energy, what happens is we're mostly focusing on analyzing and, and collecting information and processing data and all of that. So it's a lot of brain work. It's a lot of head work. So, so, so women are operating from their head at that point. Mm -hmm. And at that, at that time, there's a lot of analysis and it's just all, all up in the mind. And when someone's focusing too much on their mind, on their brains, what happens is they're somewhat disconnected to their body. So because they're thinking so much, they're every all of their cells of the body are like focused on thinking and thinking and just analyzing. Yes. So what what happens in that case is some at some point they become a little bit numb. That if even if their gut is trying to tell them something, even if their intuition is trying to tell them something, they don't pay attention. Yeah, we don't listen. Happen. We don't listen, right? Then um, how do they connect to their feminine energy in that case? And where does feminine energy come? comes when we stop focusing on the outside so we literally just close your eyes if you just close everything shut and just focus inwards so what happens is the attention it goes towards our bodies and the more it goes towards our bodies it starts connecting with all of our bodies so that's how the intuition that that gets more activated or and the more it gets activated the more you're able to listen to it the more you're able to like, understand what's going on and and you're able to trust your gut more because it's, it's proving you right every time. So that's how you'll be able to trust your gut more. Yes, I think you're right. I love that. And I've had that same experience. And it almost, for me, what was very helpful too was listening to guided meditations. I know a lot of your work 
also is centered around laws of affirmation, manifestation, which is originally why I think I contacted you. And you did have me do this exercise to, I think, affirm or kind of sit with myself for five minutes and repeat one sentence of my choosing that I wanted to manifest and have good thoughts around that. And we didn't um, go too deep into that, but I know that you can do a lot of that deep work. So how do you think feminine energy or, or does it tie into someone who maybe wants to start positive manifestations in their life and, you know, those laws of affirmation, how can we start to combine those things and practice those things in our life? And in, in with feminine energy? Yeah, or just really tapping into our intuition and then using that as a driving force to live a better life or to unleash our potential. Okay, so well, one of the deepest, deepest qualities of feminine energy is that our ability to surrender, our ability to always not have control, to choose to trust. So and that sounds kind feminine. of scary, if I have to be honest, and not to cut you off, yes. but that sounds scary. So what, what do we do then? So when it sounds scary, we, we think of it this way, that if we're not the ones who, who are controlling everything, because we cannot control everything, and that's, that's, a, like, that's like a truth. So, so when we come to the realization that, so for example, if you think that I'm going to have to control everything, we're lying to ourselves. Because even deep down, deeper and deeper as we go, even, even deep down, if we ask ourselves, is it really up to me to control everything? Can I make it rain? Can I make it, can I cause thunder? Can I, can I do some you know, difficult things that mm -hmm. I'm not in control of? So the, the reality is I'm not in control of everything. So it's just a matter of accepting and denying that. We know when we're denying something that is real. We know it deep down. So our feminine energy is more, since we know that we are not in control of every single thing, what happens is when we choose to look beyond this denial, we start seeing acceptance. So, and accepting what? Accepting that we're able to surrender, accepting that we can let go, we can let go of the, the need to control everything, we can let go of the need to overtake things and we can surrender because ultimately when we're able to surrender, it connects us with our heart and it connects us with our trust and it connects us more with our body and our intuition because uh, we're still focusing on ourselves. When we're surrendering, our focus is not outside, it's inside. So the feminine energy levels increase. The, it's like the activation gets more power or more in alignment. And when that happens, we are able to surrender even deeper because the thing is, like, if we don't surrender, it's going to lead us to more, to feel more anxious and our body's not going to take that in a good way. That's going to lead to our masculine energy. That's going to lead to being overwhelmed, feeling burnt out. That's going to lead to like feeling that I want to control everything, but I know I can't. So ultimately there's no end there. But in feminine energy. That. I love that you said that because when you were talking before you gave that example, I'm thinking, well, that sounds peaceful. That sounds calming. Cause the question I was asking myself is why surrender? But then as you were going on, it's like, that sounds very peaceful. It sounds like you get to let go and just kind of your body and your mind just to have that 
sigh of relief, letting go, knowing that you're at peace with knowing that we cannot control every aspect of our life, every situation, every minute of our day. Yeah, and it's more like um, if we choose to think that we can control everything, ultimately we're denying the, that fact because it's not good, it's not the truth because we cannot. But when we, when we overcome that denial phase or that denial circle, then there is acceptance, right? So, in the, and so acceptance is bigger than that. So when we choose to accept, when we choose to surrender, what happens is we're more connected with our feminine energy and also uh, manifestations or learning to de detach when making a manifest, when having manifestations, we sort of also do the same process in the sense that we also surrender and then we let go of the outcome. So when we manifest something, we don't really tell the universe, I want it, like we don't tell the universe who, what, when, where, why, how. Maybe we say the what, mm. but we don't say the rest. So we don't give them uh, the universe um, directions or specific conditions because things could be better than this. So it's just this, this also, um, so this aspect of believing that things can actually be better and, and more beautiful than, than we originally think of, think them to be. So that means like if I think of something really special, but the universe has got something even bigger, even better, more beautiful, so just believing in that possibility, that allows me to surrender more. Because the more I surrender, the more my belief in the universe increases. And therefore, when I manifest, I'm also able to detach because I feel like maybe I want, for example, maybe I want $10, suppose. And then the universe decides to give me $1,000. So just believing the possibility that I can get more than that, maybe I can get 10000 Maybe I can get more than that. So just believing in this abundance mindset. When we truly trust and surrender, we're able to believe that we can get more than we originally originally desired. And what that does is it broadens our mindset. It broadens our heart. And when that happens, again, in exchange of that, what happens is the feminine energy also increases. So it feels at peace with both ends. I love that you described that because it's just one positive change feeds into another positive change, which helps broaden your mindset and can lead to just wonderful things that are that you what you've said is so profound. And it's so true, because if you can unleash that power within yourself, then really your mind can manifest things and the sky's the limit, like what you thought was your dream goal, it could be beyond that. And so you have to at first surrender and just trust is kind of like my takeaway from what you're saying. There was one other thing that I was wondering, Amena, and it was, have you worked with someone or do you ever see the opposite where someone is exhibiting too much feminine energy? And if so, what, what does that look like? And what is the description and what's the, I guess, the remedy for it? I think, uh, like I mentioned that there, so there's a balance of, of how much feminine energy and masculine energy an ideal person would have at any point. So there's this balance. And sometimes, yes, it can be a little bit too much of the feminine energy. And that, I'd say, is... Um, so there's uh, empowered feminine energy and then there's wounded feminine energy. So too much of it kind of disrupts the balance as well. So it, it kind of causes us to feel like as if so they're, they're having this feminine energy, but they're not able to 
tap into the masculine energy when it's needed. So we need a little bit of masculine energy. We don't need a lot, 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 but we need a little bit of it. Because um, what does masculine energy do? So in a nutshell, masculine energy, it provides for us, it protects us, it takes care of us. And it, it, it really does the protecting and the shielding part of us. So for example, if a woman, if she has a job, her masculine energy is needed because she has to work, she has to have an income, she has to do her job. So her masculine energy, it's her masculine energy, not another man's, it's her masculine energy, which is earning for her so that she can take care of herself. So in a way, our masculine energy looks out for our feminine energy. So the, the income that we have, it provides for our well-being, for our survival. We also learn to stand up for ourselves. We also protect ourselves when necessary. So these mechanisms, providing, protecting, all of these are masculine qualities. And, and in, in case of trouble, if we need to analyze, that's a masculine skill, but it's necessary. So these qualities, and, and of course, there's a lot more, but some qualities, some masculine energy, we need to have that because it's necessary to protect the feminine energy. If a woman is 100% in her feminine energy, that's not literally possible. But say, for example, she's 95% feminine energy. Mm -hmm. That would cause her troubles when she needs to be in her mask. So she won't be able to operate properly in that sense. I just wonder if after a woman gives birth, a lot of the times when our hormones go really haywire, I, I feel like if there was a point in time where I was more feminine energy and needed a little bit more masculine would have been right after the birth of my children just because you know there is postpartum that can happen and we're just an emotional wreck i mean many women almost all the moms that i know that are my friends we've all been what we call like in crazy town after the birth of our children just hormonally and emotionally so i just wonder if that would be comparable at all because thinking back i'm like if that was a time where I had an imbalance on the flip side, it might've been that time. At the end of the day, mostly these are um, regulated or influenced by hormones. So uh, during that time, there was a lot more feminine, uh, feminine hormones. And the thing is, so that's why there was a lot, lot of the feminine energy and a lot of that. So that's why the emotions were like that. But it, it's really not up to us how to feel at that time because, of course, there's medication involved and there's a lot of hormones involved at that time. And we don't really get to choose. Like, it's not, it, it's not up to us to choose what energy we want to have. Masculine. Mm. It's, it takes time to get from one to another. It also, so it's, it's not a conscious decision. It's more a decision taken by the body. It's more a decision taken by how we've been feeling for a while. So all of those things add up. So at that time, I think every woman would be in mostly in her feminine energy, and and she'd be like, there's a, there's a lot going on. So of course, she'd be a lot more in the feminine energy. So would it be safe to say that if we had to define it in terms of like a body part, would masculine energy be more heady, and then feminine energy be more heart driven? Yes. Okay. And I think that this is such a cool thing too. I have this previous photo shoot for my business, the first one I took, and I have a t-shirt that says hustle and heart. So it's almost like that balance because hustle would be, I guess, the driven, powerful, like masculine energy. And I, I really do 
I really do love to honor both because I think you do need a little bit of both. And it's just like you said, important to have the balance and have the, have one not overrule the other. And if you are feeling slightly imbalanced emotionally, or like you said, burnt out, then you might need to be more in tune with your feminine energy or your heart. And like you said too, um, quieting yourself. And I know, I think I've read this or seen this before where you can actually sit, you know, in the middle of a room, get centered, put your hand over your heart and just breathe and just clear your mind. And and something like that even helps attune to that energy, right? Yes, it helps because when we focus on breathing, we're all of a sudden focused on the outside world. We're all of a sudden focusing on our body, right? So breathing is focusing on your body. So that's why the feminine energy is much more activated. And that's why even in a room full of noise, full of people, when we're paying attention to our, to our breathing, to our hearts, and we're more connected to our feminine energy at that time. So it's definitely heart driven. Amazing. Well, Amena, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I loved our time together. You as my coach, and now I get to interview you and just kind of share your message. I know we've only touched on one small portion of the actual work that you do because there's so much more. So maybe I'll have to have you back on the show. Um, I know you practice, um, you help women unleash their inner potential. So you help women gain confidence, acceptance, love, and the things that you do really are transformational. So thank you so much for being here today. I want to give you a moment to just let the audience know um, what your website is. And if somebody wanted to be in touch with the work you do, or maybe reach out to work with you, where's the best place to find you? Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you today. So my website is uh, www.amenaabshari. That's A-M-E-N-A-A-B-S-H-O-R-I.com. And the best place to find me would be my Facebook page, which is Embrace and Glow with Grace. So, um, so you can connect with me via my Facebook page. Okay, great. All right. Thank you so much, Amanda. I hope you have a great day. If you want to start putting your passion to work, just like today's guest, but you're not sure where to get started, I have just the thing for you. I created the ultimate guide to pursuing your passion because I want everyone I meet to say, I love what I do. To grab the guide for free, just go to bit.ly forward slash ultimate PYP. Take action today so you can get started putting your passion to work. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action, and help motivate other passionate women just like us.